0: Chapter 5 of Hearts of Three by Jack London In Dramatic Reading Scene and Story Collection, Volume 3 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Dramatis Personae Narrated by Lynette Calkins
1: Francis Morgan Read by Greg Giordano Henry Morgan, read by Benjamin Tucker. Pedro
2: Surita by Scott Calkins. Raphael, read by Wayne Cook. Ignacio, read by Larry Wilson. Augustino, read by Jim Locke.
3: Gendarme, read by Todd.
0: Chapter 5 of Hearts of Three, by Jack London. It was in the mid-afternoon, and Henry, at his barred cell window, stared out into the street and wondered if any sort of breeze would ever begin to blow off of Chiriki Lagoon and cool the stagnant air. The street was dusty and filthy, filthy because the only scavengers it had ever known since the town was founded centuries before were the carrion dogs and obscene buzzards even then prowling and hopping about in the debris. Low, whitewashed buildings of stone and adobe made the street a furnace. The white of it all and the dust was almost achingly intolerable to the eyes and Henry would have withdrawn his gaze had not the several ragged mossos dozing in a doorway opposite suddenly aroused and looked interestedly up the street. Henry could not see, but he could hear the rattling spokes of some vehicle coming at speed. Next it surged into view a rattle-trap light wagon drawn by a runaway horse. In the seat, a gray-headed, gray-bearded ancient strove vainly to check the animal. Henry smiled and marveled that the rickety wagon could hold together, so prodigious were the bumps imparted to it by the deep ruts. Every wheel, half-dished and threatening to dish, wobbled and revolved out of line with every other wheel, and if the wagon held intact, Henry judged, it was a miracle that the crazy harness did not fly to pieces. When directly opposite the window, the old man made a last effort, half standing up from the seat as he pulled on the reins. One was rotten and broke. As the driver fell backward into the seat, his weight on the remaining rein caused the horse to swerve sharply to the right. What happened then whether a wheel dished or whether a wheel had come off first and dished afterward henry could not determine the one incontestable thing was that the wagon was a wreck the old man dragging in the dust and stubbornly hanging on to the remaining rein swung the horse in a circle until it stopped facing him and snorting at him by the time he gained his feet a crowd of mosos was forming about him These were roughly shouldered, right and left, by the hendarmes who erupted from the jail. Henry remained at the window and, for a man with but a few hours to live, was an amused spectator and listener to what followed. Giving his horse to a hendarmes to hold, not stopping to brush the filth from his person, the old man limped hurriedly to the wagon and began an examination of the several packing-cases, large and small, which composed its load. Of one case he was especially solicitous, even trying to lift it, and seeming to listen as he lifted. He straightened up on being addressed by one of the gendarmes and made voluble
1: reply. Me? Alas, senors, I am an old man, and far from home. I am Leopoldo Narvaz. It is true, my mother was German. May the saints preserve her rest. But my father was Baltasar de Jesus, e Corvalles e Narvaz, son of General Narvaz of martial memory, who fought under the great Bolivar himself, and now I am half ruined and far from home.
0: Prompted by other questions, interlarded with the courteous expressions of sympathy with which even the humblest mozo is over supplied, he managed to be politely grateful and to run on with his tale.
1: I have driven from Bocas del Toro. It has taken me five days, and business has been poor. My home is in Cologne, and I wish I were safely there. But even a noble Narvaz may be a peddler. And even a peddler must live, eh, seors Is it not so? But tell me, is there not a Tomás Romero? "'who dwells in this pleasant city of San Antonio?'
2: "'There are any god's number of Tomas Romeros who dwell everywhere in
1: Panama,'
0: laughed Pedro Zurita, the assistant jailer.
2: "'One would need
1: a fuller description.' "'He is the cousin of my second wife,'
0: the ancient answered hopefully, and seemed bewildered by the roar of laughter from
2: the crowd. "'And a dozen Tomas Romeros live in and about San Antonio.' The assistant jailer went on. "'Any one of which may be your second wife's cousin, senor. There is Tomás Romero, the drunkard. There is Tomás Romero, the thief. There is Tomás Romero— But no, he was hanged a month back for murder and robbery. There is the rich Tomás Romero, who owns many cattle on the hills. There is—'
0: To each suggested one, Leopoldo Narvaez had shaken his head dolefully until the cattle owner was mentioned— at this,
1: he had become hopeful, and broke in. Pardon me, senor, it must be he, or some such a one as he. I shall find him. If my precious stock and trade can be safely stored, I shall seek him now. It is well my misfortune came upon me where it did. I shall be able to trust it with you, who are, one can see with half an eye, an honest, and an honorable man.
0: As he talked... He fumbled forth from his pocket two silver pesos and handed them to the jailer.
1: There, I wish you and your men to have some pleasure of assisting me.
0: Henry grinned to himself as he noted the access of interest in the old man and of consideration for him on the part of Pedro Zurita and the Gendarmes caused by the present of the coins. They shoved the more curious of the crowd roughly back from the wrecked wagon and began to carry the boxes into the jail.
1: Careful, senors, careful,
0: the old one pleaded, greatly anxious as they took hold of the big box.
1: Handle it gently. It is of value, and it is fragile, most fragile.
0: While the contents of the wagon were being carried into the jail, the old man removed and deposited in the wagon all harness from the horse, save the bridle. Pedro Zurita ordered the harness taken in as well, explaining, with a glare at the miserable crowd,
2: Not a strap or buckle would remain the second after our backs were turned.
0: Using what was left of the wagon for a stepping block, and ably assisted by the jailer and his crew, the peddler managed to get astride his animal.
1: It is well,
0: he said and added gratefully,
1: A thousand thanks, senors. It has been my good fortune to meet with honest men with whom my goods will be safe. Only poor goods, peddlers' goods, you understand. But to me, everything, my way upon the road, the pleasure has been mine to meet you. Tomorrow I shall return with my kinsmen, whom I certainly shall find, and relieve from you the burden." "'of safeguarding my inconsiderable property.'
0: "'He doffed his hat.
1: "'Adios, senors. Adios.'
0: "'He rode away at a careful walk, "'timid of the animal he bestrode which had caused his catastrophe. "'He halted and turned his head at a call from Pedro Zurita.
2: "'Search the graveyard, senor Narvaez,' the jailer advised. "'Full a hundred Tomás Romeros lie there. "'And be vigilant.'
1: I beg of you, senor, of the heavy box,
0: the peddler called back. Henry watched the street grow deserted as the hendarmes and the populace fled from the scorch of the sun.
3: Small wonder,
0: he thought to himself,
3: that the old peddler's voice had sounded vaguely familiar. It had been because he had possessed only half a Spanish tongue to twist around the language, the other half being the German tongue of the mother. Even so, he talked like a native, and he would be robbed like a native if there was anything of value in the heavy box deposited with the jailers, Henry
0: concluded, ere dismissing the incident from his mind. In the guardroom, a scant fifty feet away from Henry's cell, Leopoldo Narvaez was being robbed. It had begun by Pedro Zurita making a profound and wistful survey of the large box. He lifted one end of it to sample its weight, and sniffed like a hound at the crack of it, as if his nose might give him some message of its contents.
2: Leave that alone, Pedro.
0: One of the hendarmes laughed at him.
2: You have been paid two pesos, to be honest.
0: The assistant jailer sighed, walked away, and sat down, looked back at the box, and sighed again. Conversation languished. Continually the eyes of the men roved to the box. A greasy pack of cards could not divert them. The game languished. The hendarme, who had twitted Pedro himself, went to the box and sniffed.
2: I smell nothing,
0: he announced.
2: Absolutely in the box. There is nothing to smell. Now, what can it be? The caballero said it was of value.
0: Caballero, sniffed another of the hendarme's.
3: The old man's father was more like to have been peddler of rotten fish on the streets of Cologne, and his father before him. Every lying beggar claims descent from the conquistadors. And
2: why not, Rafael?
0: Pedro Zurita retorted.
2: Are we not also descended? Without doubt.
0: Rafael readily agreed.
2: The conquistadors slew many. And were the ancestors of those that survived.
0: Pedro completed for him and aroused a general laugh.
2: Just the same, almost would I give one of these pesos to know what is in that box. That is Ignacio.
0: Rafael greeted the entrance of a turnkey, whose heavy eyes tokened he was just out of his siesta.
2: He was not paid, to be honest. Come, Ignacio, relieve our curiosity by letting us know what is in the box.
0: How should I know? Ignacio demanded, blinking at the object of interest.
2: Only now I have awakened. You have not been paid to be honest, then? Raphael asked. Merciful mother of God, who is the man who would pay me to be honest? The
0: turnkey demanded.
2: Then take the hatchet there, and open the box.
0: Raphael drove his point home.
2: We may not, for as surely as Pedro is to share the two pesos with us, that surely we have been paid to be honest. Open the box, Ignacio, or we shall perish of our curiosity. We will look. We will only look,
0: Pedro muttered nervously as the turnkey prized off a board
2: with the blade of the hatchet. Then we will close the box again and put your hand in, Ignacio. What is it you find, eh? What does it feel like? Ah!
0: After pulling and tugging, Ignacio's hand had reappeared clutching a cardboard carton.
2: Remove it carefully, for it must be replaced,
0: the jailer cautioned. And when the wrappings of paper and tissue paper were removed, all eyes focused on a quart bottle of rye whiskey.
2: How excellently is it composed, Pedro murmured in tones of awe. It must be very good that such care be taken of it. It is
3: Americano whiskey,
0: sighed a hendarme.
3: "'Once, only, have I drunk Americano whiskey. "'It was wonderful. "'Such was the courage of it "'that I leaped into the bull-ring at Santos "'and faced a wild bull with my hands. "'It is true the bull rolled me, "'but did I not leap into the ring?' "'Pedro took the
0: bottle and prepared to knock its neck off.
2: "'Hold,'
0: cried Raphael.
2: "'You were paid to be honest.' By a man who was not himself honest, came the retort. The stuff is contraband. It has never paid duty. The old man was in possession of smuggled goods. Let us now gratefully and with clear conscience invest ourselves in its possession. We will confiscate it. We will destroy it.
0: Not waiting for the bottle to pass, Ignacio and Rafael unwrapped fresh ones and broke off the necks.
2: Three stars. Most excellent,
0: Pedro Zurita orated in a pause pointing to the trademark.
2: You see, all gringo whiskey is good. One star shows that it is very good, two stars that it is excellent, three stars that it is superb, the best, and better than beyond that. Ah, I know. The gringos are strong on strong drink. No pulque for them. And four stars?
0: queried Ignacio, his voice husky from the liquor, the moisture glistening in his eyes.
2: Four stars? Friend, Ignacio, four stars would be either sudden death or translation into paradise.
0: In not many minutes, Raphael, his arm around another hendarme, was calling him brother and proclaiming that it took little to make men happy here
2: below. The old man was a fool, three times a fool, and thrice that,
0: volunteered Augustino, a sullen-faced hendarme, who, for the first time, gave tongue to speech.
2: Viva Agostino,
0: cheered Raphael.
2: The three stars have worked a miracle. Behold, had they not unlocked Agostino's mouth? And thrice times thrice again was the old man a fool. Augustino bellowed fiercely. The very drink of the gods was his, all his, and he has been five days alone with it on the road from Boscas del Toro and never taken one little sip. Such fools as he should be stretched out naked on an ant heap, say I. The old man was a rogue, quoth Pedro. And when he comes back tomorrow for his three stars, I shall arrest him for a smuggler. It will be a feather in all our caps. If we destroy the evidence thus,
0: queried Agostino, knocking off another neck,
2: we will save the evidence thus,
0: Pedro replied, smashing an empty bottle on the stone flags.
2: Listen, comrades. The box was very heavy. We are all agreed it fell. The bottles broke. The liquor ran out, and so were we made aware of the contraband. The box and the broken bottles will be evidence sufficient.
0: The uproar grew as the liquor diminished. One hendarme quarreled with Ignacio over a forgotten debt of ten centavos. Two others sat upon the floor, arms around each other's necks, and wept over the miseries of their married lot. Augustino, like a very spendthrift of speech, explained his philosophy that silence was golden, and Pedro Zurita became sentimental on brotherhood.
2: Even my prisoners, he maundered, I love them as brothers. Life is sad.
0: A gush of tears in his eyes made him desist while he took another drink.
2: My prisoners are my very children. My heart bleeds for them. Behold, I weep. Let us share with them. Let them have a moment's happiness. Ignacio, dearest brother of my heart, do me a favor. See, I weep on your hand. Carry a bottle of this elixir to the gringo Morgan. Tell him my sorrow that he must hang tomorrow. Give him my love and bid him drink and be happy today.
0: And as Ignacio passed out on the errand, the hendarme who had once leapt into the bullring at Santos began roaring.
2: I want a pole. I want a pole. He wants it, dear soul, that he may put his arms around it and love it,
0: Pedro Zurita explained with a fresh access
2: of weeping. I too love bulls. I love all things. I love even mosquitoes. All the world is love. That is the secret of the world. I should like to have a lion to play with.
0: The unmistakable air of back-to-back against the mainmast being whistled openly in the street caught Henry's attention, and he was crossing his big cell to the window when the grating of a key in the door made him lie down quickly on the floor and feign sleep. Ignacio staggered drunkenly in, bottle in hand, which he gravely presented to Henry.
2: "'With the high compliments of our good jailer, Pedro Zurita,' he mumbled. He says to drink and forget that he must stretch your neck tomorrow.
3: My high compliments to Signor Pedro Zarita, and tell him for me to go to hell along with his whiskey,
0: Henry replied. The turnkey straightened up and ceased swaying, as if suddenly become sober.
2: Very well, senor,
0: he said, then passed out and locked the door. In a rush, Henry was at the window, "'just in time to encounter Francis face to face "'and thrusting a revolver to him through the bars.
1: "'Greetings, camarada,'
0: Francis said.
1: "'We'll have you out of here in a jiffy.'
0: "'He held up two sticks of dynamite with fuse and caps complete.
1: "'I have brought this pretty crowbar to pry you out. "'Stand well back in your cell, "'because real pronto there's going to be a hole in this wall "'that we could sail the Angelique through.' and the Angelique is right off the beach, waiting for you. Now, stand back. I'm going to touch her off. It's a short fuse.
0: Hardly had Henry backed into a rear corner of his cell when the door was clumsily unlocked and opened to a babel of cries and imprecations, chiefest among which he could hear the ancient and invariable war cry of Latin America.
1: Kill the gringo!
0: Also, he could hear Raphael and Pedro, as they entered, Babbling. The one,
1: He
2: is the enemy of brotherly love. And the other, He said I was to go to hell. Is not that what he said, Ignacio?
0: In their hands they carried rifles, and behind them urged the drunken rabble, variously armed from cutlasses and horse pistols to hatchets and bottles. At sight of Henry's revolver they halted, and Pedro, fingering his rifle unsteadily, maundered
2: solemnly. Signor Morgan, You are about to take up your rightful abode in hell.
0: But Ignacio did not wait. He fired wildly and widely from his hip, missing Henry by half the width of the cell, and going down the next moment under the impact of Henry's bullet. The rest retreated precipitately into the jail corridor, where, themselves unseen, they began discharging their weapons into the room. Thanking his fortunate stars for the thickness of the walls and hoping no ricochet would get him, Henry sheltered in a protecting angle and waited for the explosion. It came. The window and the wall beneath it became all one aperture. Struck on the head by a flying fragment, Henry sank down dizzily, and as the dust of the mortar and the powder cleared, with wavering eyes he saw Francis apparently swim through the hole. By the time he had been dragged out through the hole, Henry was himself again. He could see Enrico Solano and Ricardo, his youngest-born, rifles in hand, holding back the crowd forming up the street, while the twins Alvarado and Martinez similarly held back the crowd forming down the street. But the populace was merely curious having its lives to lose and nothing to gain if it attempted to block the way of such masterful men as these who blew up walls and stormed jails in open day. And it gave back respectfully before the compact group as it marched down the street.
1: The horses are waiting up the next alley,
0: Francis told Henry as they gripped hands,
1: and Leonisia is waiting with them. Fifteen minutes gallop will take us to the beach where the
3: boat is waiting. "'Say, that was some song I taught you,' Henry grinned. "'It sounded like the very best little bit of all right when I heard you whistling it. The dogs were so previous, they couldn't wait till tomorrow to hang me. They got full of whiskey and decided to finish me off right away. Funny thing, that whiskey, an old caballero-turned-peddler, wrecked a wagonload of it right in front of the jail. "'For even a
1: noble Narvias, son of Baltazar de Jesus Carvalhos et Narvaez some of General Narvaz of martial memory may be a peddler, and even a peddler must live, eh,
3: señors Is it not so?
0: Francis mimicked. Henry looked his gleeful recognition and added soberly,
3: Francis, I'm glad for one thing, most damn glad. Which is?
0: Francis queried in the pause, just as they swung around the corner to the horses
3: that I didn't cut off your ears that day on the calf, when I had you down and you insisted.
0: End of chapter 5 of Hearts of Three by Jack London